0: Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your host, Steven. And Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? It's going, man. I'm here. Hell yeah, brother. Excited. Here and ready to do work. Hell yeah. Um, today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We uh, had something come up, so we're just going to talk about it and kind of run from there. So, hell yeah.
1: I'm down with it.
0: We know you guys have been sending us a bunch of recommendations for topics, so we don't want you to think that we're overlooking them, but due to our schedules, we try to knock out as much stuff as we can when we get together, so we promise we will get to your recommendations.
1: Yeah, and if, if by chance it does kind of get lost in the filing system that me and Steve have, which is a fucking really bad filing yeah, system. it's not,
0: a, not actually a filing system. No,
1: it's not at all. We just try to remember things. But it's called an email account. Yeah, so if it does... Don't leave us alone about it. If you really want to hear about something, just keep bugging us until we talk about it because we will get to it, just like we are with this one. This one just kind of came out of left field and (laughs) smacked us across the mouth. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, and then you know we're sitting here talking about it, then we start researching it a little bit, not to mention it was suggested, and wow, is it compelling and (laughs) interesting.
0: (laughs) But before we get into that we got to get through the business, so check us out at all of our social medias. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Look up the Hollow Sky Podcast, and we will be there. Come and hang out with us. Just be cool, share memes, tell us about some creepy shit, you know, the norm, the usual. Share us with your friends. We appreciate it. So if you've got a creepy story, Kyle's going to tell you how to get it to us. You
1: can call us at one 877 800 hollow or... You can email us a story. You can Facebook us a story. You can Instagram us a story. You can use your voice memo app, record it on your smartphone there, and then shoot it over to the email. And that's going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com.
0: Speaking of podcasts and listening to them, if you check us out on Apple's or Apple or iTunes podcast listening app, uh, hop over there and leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, if you do leave us a rating and review, we will gladly shout you out. I mean, you can leave us whatever star you want, but if it's a five-star, we're going to read it. Today's five-star rating and review is brought to us by uh, Mashish. It says, entertaining and love it. Five stars. I came upon your podcast at the start of my work furlough due to the virus, and you guys have kept me entertained during these trying times. I enjoy the different topics and your different views on everything. Well, thank you for taking the time to uh, leave us these kind words. Yeah, we appreciate it, and we hope that your furlough is just
1: that and you actually get brought back to work.
0: Yeah, definitely. We hope you didn't get... Too bored and lost in the time of the lockdown, and life goes back to normal as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, it's been a really fucking weird year.
0: It's just proof that we live in a simulation, dude.
1: The more that this (laughs) shit happens, the more I'm convinced about it. And like, like I was telling you about the DMV. The DMV turned me away because I didn't have a fucking face mask on. And yet, it's funny. Like I was telling Steve, you know, it's funny. You can go to farm and home and go going as you walk in the door they're like hey you want a mask and i'm like no they go okay but you go to a state funded facility and the assholes can't even provide nothing for you nor do they have a sign up that says hey you need your mask to enter this facility so you wait in line for fucking 14 days and then get <laughs> ran away <Damn. laughs> you know it's just annoying and then you you talk about being ultra safe but you're not wearing gloves you're you're not using hand sanitizer yada 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 sorry for the rant but you know it, like steve said it's this this isn't even real this isn't real
0: <laughs> it's just a simulation it is a
1: simulation i'm convinced at this point
0: i didn't mean to salt that wound Kyle. no it's good it's good <laughs> it's good so yeah hop on over and leave us a five-star rating and review please um, we are not going to do a listener uh, submitted story today. Maybe we might get to one. I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. Because I'm going to tell my own story. So there. This is my podcast. So I do whatever the hell I want to do.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> not arguing.
0: So the other day, Sarah, my significant other, comes over to me and asks me if I've been taking forks to work in my lunch. And I'm like, no, not really. If I take my lunch, I usually just use the plastic ones that are provided at my place of work. it's a pretty logical It question. saves the environment to use a plastic fork every day. Not true. No. Anyway, <laughs> she goes on to further say, she's like, we are missing forks. Because most, 10 months out of the year, it's just me and her that live here at my house. And the forks are disappearing. And that's kind of weird for two people. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Maybe I have been taking them to work and not knowing that I took them to work, or. Which is highly unlikely. Maybe I threw them away. Plausible. Plausible. So I didn't think about it anymore, right? Then I, on Facebook, I liked a whole bunch of paranormal and conspiracy pages, right? Because, of course, you go and plug the podcast. It, places where people like to listen to conspiracy podcasts. And I see this post. It says, is anybody else missing forks? So I turn it to Sarah and I'm like, what in the hell I show her? And she's like, did you post that? I'm like, no, but I'm going to. So I go forward and I post it on our social medias. Has anybody noticed a uptick in missing forks or utensils as a whole? here lately. Posted on all the pages on Facebook and get get a crazy response there. Like you can check your analytics on Facebook and that the post that I posted from our Holosky, pa- Holosky page retched over 30,000 people on Facebook. That's crazy. And it's, that's just like, or, they call it organic where you don't get paid, like it's not a paid post. It should be. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of fucking people to be clicking on the fork post. Yeah. So then I turn around, and I post it to Reddit. And I post it in the Glitch in the Matrix forum, which, I mean, it might not be a Glitch in the Matrix, but I figured, what the hell?
1: Well, at this point, it's not a Glitch in the Matrix. I mean, it could be essentially... Plus your
0: forks are glitching out.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: So it took off like wildfire there. If anybody uses Reddit, you know, like, if you get a Reddit post that gets 50 comments, it's a pretty pretty big deal. This thing got almost 650 comments of people experiencing the exact same fucking thing with their forks and their utensils.
1: Dude, when you were texting me about this, I was like...
0: Like, what a dumb shit, I'm right? like, what the
1: fuck is going on? <laughs> like, of all things to post, and this is what catches fire? Because... My wife showed me the picture of it that you posted on Facebook about missing utensils or whatever. We're,
0: like, We're taking Steve's Facebook. <laughs> and I, I'm like, what the fuck is, like, what is he talking about? Like, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but apparently it's an ongoing scenario that people are dealing with. That, it, it, Like, it comes in waves because as of right now, there are tons of fucking people that responded that are suffering from the same plight.
1: It's so weird. (laughs) Their
0: forks and spoons and knives are missing. And I don't even know what to make of it. Is it paranormal? Is it, are are we just, have we turned off our brains that much to where we're just throwing them away? Because I feel like I would notice, you know, because anytime I get done eating, I go to the sink to put my stuff. Even if I'm using a paper plate, I'll go to the sink first and put my, my cup and my silverware in, and then I'll go throw it in the trash can. Like it's kind of the routine I take. So let me, let me diverge here. Even tonight, like two weeks later, Sarah's making dinner and she comes in. I'm in here doing research for the podcast. And she's like, did you take the allspice? And I'm like, what? She's like, did you take it? I'm like, why in the hell would I take the allspice? She's like, well, it was there. When I checked it two days ago, and now it's gone. She's like, "I bet you threw it away." I'm like, "Why would I even be messing with the allspice?" Interestingly enough, the spice count or the spice cupboard is right above the silverware drawer. Weird. Damn. So, anyway, I was looking through all these responses on Reddit, and it's just one after another after another. People doing the same stuff, and people not realizing that other people were suffering from it. So you got some people who are like, one response. Oh my God, our house suddenly has too many spoons to even fit in the drawer. It's overflowing with spoons, but there are only like three forks. I'm so confused. This is so weird that someone else is having this issue. Two years ago, it was our spoons that were scarce. What the fuck?
1: Dude, that's crazy.
0: And you can, if you go our Reddit page is called hollow sky pod. If you search it on Reddit, you'll find it and you can go and click on the post and read through it. It's one after another. Holy crap. This is a thing. This has been happening to me, to me for years. For a while, it would be spoons disappearing. Then all would be good for a while. Then forks, forks start going missing. Seems like butter knives are always okay. And sometimes not always they show back up after a while. Like I've bought more or like I bought after like i bought more usually. This is crazy. I never thought about it being a glitch, or even to look at it being a widespread issue. But apparently, it's not uncommon.
1: That type of shit does happen in my house now. <laughs> I think about it, except I know the culprit in my house.
0: Is he about this tall?
1: No, it's my wife.
0: Oh well, is she about this tall?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. But I
1: remember where and I had a ton of clothes hangers above the washer and dryer, and now I have like two. <laughs> And I'm like weird. why does that happen?
0: <laughs> and there there are some some that stand out more than others. Uh, there was one post on here. let me find it. like you can keep reading and reading like I'm not sure this is one I'm not sure which is more creepy the fact that someone else experiences this or that apparently many other people are experiencing this. What in the hell is going on? All my spoons have vanished from my apartment. I blamed it on my housemate but she denied it. I'm so confused. So as we're going through it, people have lost their s- silverware, but then they're finding it. We had one post on here where a group of flatmates had all their silverware disappear. And when one of the roomies were moving out, as they were cleaning up, they found a whole bag of silverware behind their water heater. And there was so much silverware, it was more than any of them had to begin with.
1: So it was almost like it's been going on for years, and that was their <laughs> the little stash spot.
0: There was another guy that posted that his silverware had been sporadically missing over years and years and years, and they were doing remodeling, and as they tore out a wall in their kitchen, there was all their silverware stashed behind the wall in their kitchen.
1: Which, that's not something a normal human would do?
0: No, or how? How? Yeah. Like, you would have to, I don't even know. But, yeah, you can just go through this and it's crazy i thought my family was the only one we only have two forks left well what the hell i am missing forks now that i think about it we've been really low on forks recently we were having dinner today and there's only one fork left which is weird because the dishwasher wasn't that full there's people on here that are meticulously counting their forks and they're like we have we have 32 forks in the house and the last time i checked we had six So it's like a pretty significant (laughs) number Like this one You're definitely not alone We have a set of colored forks and spoons for the kids Each gets their own color And plain metal ones for the adults There should be two of each colored fork and spoon for them Plus six each for the adults to share This is not the case I've had to buy disposable ones just to be able to eat
1: (laughs) That's crazy
0: we, I finally tore the entire place apart looking for missing forks and spoons only to find a small handful of each. Whatever though, I just need to wash them for every meal. Then poof, the next day they're gone. It's, I don't know. It's even people that live alone. Like I live alone, just me and my two cats. I bro- bought a new set of silverware and within two days all of my big spoons practically disappeared i didn't even use them because they're too big for day-to-day use for the life of me i cannot find where they went in my one bedroom apartment you're telling me this could be paranormal i know i have family family members that like to hang around and still play pranks and stuff but i didn't think my silverware meant anything to anyone or or for other people to go through it then i started so as we're going You're seeing that everyone else is having the same issues, right? Then I start seeing people talking about who could be the culprits. The thing that pops up the most are the Fae. The Fae people. The Fae. Yeah, like this one. The Fae got you here, man. Leave some milk and sugar out and your silverware may return. Most definitely in a peculiar place, though. So that brought us up. Let me see if we got any other ones.
1: How fucking weird would that be if if these people started leaving that that stuff out and then they started finding their silverware in different locations around their house?
0: Yeah. Here's another one that talks about the Fae. It says, apparently this is super common. It's always forks for me too and it baffles me and my roommate. Neither of us hoard forks or ever leave the house with them. There's just nowhere for them to go. Additionally, we had two pizza cutters and two corkscrews. Now we only have one of each. We also had a cheese grater that vanished. Basically, just any random or basically just any random odds and ends in the kitchen drawer randomly disappear sometimes. Like who the fuck misplaces a pizza cutter? The weirder thing is that I've had other objects vanish with no explanation, too. I bought my friend a little enamel pin for Christmas, and it was still attached to the backing card and I put it on the shelf of my closet where it remained and was untouched for several months. I came to wrap it up in December, and it was just gone. Tore the closet apart, my bedroom, everywhere apart, and it was just gone and never turned up. No one else could have been in there or stolen it, and it's a weird thing to steal among everything else in the house. Maybe it is the Fae. Never even thought about it. We joked about ghosts, but I lived in a haunted house, and this ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) In all seriousness, I blame the Fae or gnomes. So the fae slash fairies do this. You can do more research, but I read a little bit about this type of stuff. And then I posted, I think the fae armies are arming themselves for the revolution, because that's my theory. I mean, that
1: that would that, be scary, <laughs> <laughs> having a bunch of little, little pixie things coming at you with fucking forks.
0: So I decided to look into the fae a little bit. And when Kyle got here, I was telling him about it, and he dug into it, too. And we're just going to kind of spitball and roll with it.
1: It's fucking strange, people.
0: So to start off, I decided to look into um, what's considered the fae. Like gnomes and whatever. And I found
1: some of the different like uh,
0: fairies. Yeah. Stuff like that. The different
1: types of fae.
0: I found a nice little list from Mental Floss that I thought I would share with you guys that does a pretty good exo- or a pretty good job of explaining some of them. So if anybody wants to go there, mentalfloss.com, 11 miniature mischief makers from around the world of folklore. And I will just share these with you. So the first is the Brownies of Scotland and England. Brownies are small, usually helpful spirits originated in, in Scotland and Northern England. They're generally male and reside in the house, carrying out useful household tasks such as churning butter or polishing floor brownies are either clad in rags or naked and some folk tales say that if you offer clothes to a brownie they will leave your home either because they now have nice new clothes or because they are offended or they are offended by the gift be warned however brownies are quick to anger if you irate a brownie you may live to regret it as these once helpful household friends can turn into Bogarts Bogarts are brownies that have gone bad they break things throw things and generally are terrible house guests so sounds like they would be... If you make one mad, they could easily be one that would steal your silverware. Just be a straight-up dick to you. Yeah. Cornish knockers and Welsh cobblingows. I don't know if I pronounced that. If any Welsh people are listening, help me out there. Knockers are small, benevolent creatures said to inhabit the tin mines of Cornwall. Welsh miners had similar had a similar character known as the co- cobblingow. Some think the myth developed from strange knocking sounds miners heard while down in the mines, the mysterious noises being attributed to the dwarf-like creatures thought to inhabit the subterranean world.
1: Which is fucking weird. Yeah. When you want to talk about synchronicities.
0: (laughs) Many people believe the knockers were helpful, alerting miners to rich seams of ore or warning them away from areas liable to collapse. But like most fairy folk, the knockers were also seen as keen pranksters and blamed every time or are blamed every time a piece of equipment went missing or someone got lost in the mine. To appease them, miners would leave food offerings on the floor of the mine and ensured they always spoke respectfully of the little creatures so to not provoke their ire. During the California gold rush, Cornish miners were in high demand due to their excellent mining skills. As a result, these legendary creatures spread to the United States, often called Tommyknockers. I was going to say that reminds me
1: of the movie Tommyknockers. Shout
0: out to Stephen King. If you listen to our podcast... Come and do an
1: interview. That'd be dope.
0: It also reminds me of uh, the Hellier Goblins.
1: That's why I said synchronicities. Yeah, that's why I thought you did. Because that's, like, the more I look into this, the more I find similarities throughout some of the paranormal.
0: Because, like... You know,
1: I don't know if this is, like, if this would be, like, the, the, the Irish or Celtic or wh- whatever the origin is, if, if this is, like, their version of something. Or if it's an actual entity of its own. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's strange, man. But And then it also reminds me of, uh, what was it, Monster Quest? Where he went to Iceland looking for fairies. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, we you and me watched it. I know we did, but... What's his name? Josh Gates. Got Josh Gates. Oh, that
0: would have been like Destination Unknown. It was Unknown, either Destination or...
1: Unknown or Monster Quest or whatever it was. Shout out to
0: Josh Gates if you listen to the podcast and you want to do an interview. Let's go. Or anybody that knows Josh Gates, shoot him our
1: podcast. But anyways, he was out there in Iceland looking for fairies and you're I mean, you're watching this and you're like, What the fuck? He's looking for little pixie fairy things, and then there's it's clear as a bell on a fucking audio, on the audio and he hears it cuz he reacts to it and you just hear this
0: wee and he's like what the he's like what the fuck was
1: that <laughs> and they run it back on audio Whoa, and dude. you hear it clear as day
0: was that the same one where the cameras kept yes. breaking yeah yeah oh, and so it's, crazy. like
1: one of their cameras got pushed over yeah, and all types of remember that shit.
0: Now. i'm looking it up now as soon the as the batteries as soon got soon taken done, out I'm of one it.
1: but i'm like i'm like this is fucking strange man it really is
0: Alright, from there we go to the Tro from the Orkney and Shetland Islands. Tro were described as small, ugly, deformed creatures, sometime invisible to humans. At night the tro were thought to break into houses, to warm themselves around the fire, while the terrified inhabitants cowered in their beds waiting for them to leave. In some folklore, the tro were said to live in ancient mounds called Hoes. Howes? H. O. W. E. S. Howes? Hoes? I
1: like Hoes.
0: Found across yeah. Uh, found across Orkney and Shetland. Here they had lavish underground homes where they hosted parties and sometimes kidnapped hapless humans who were forced to play endless jigs while the troe danced all night. Troe also delight in causing mischief and were, so were generally blamed when the milk or ale went sour or something got lost. Hence your silverware. However, if a human managed to find an item belonging to a troe, it said it bestowed good luck on them. Germany has the kobold. Or kobold, not keybold, kobold. Kobold are pointy-eared goblins from German folklore. Rather like brownies, they're household sprites, making their homes your in your homes. Treat a kobold right, and they will help out with your chores, but annoy one. Let's face it, most of these small folk are quite easily annoyed. <laughs> Little banter there on the website. And they will turn to mischief, toppling over stuff, hiding stuff, and generally causing trouble. In German mythology, there are three types of kobold. The household goblin, the kobold that inhabits mines, like the Cornish knocker, And a seafaring kobold who lives aboard ships, helping out with chores or causing mischief, depending on his mood. Due to their their unpredictable nature, kobolds are often seen as undesirable houseguests or bad omens. Uh, From there we got pixies of English lore. The pixies, or piskies, are classics classic miniature mischief makers of English folklore more commonly found around the west country Devon and Cornwall Pixies are said to be very small spirits who wear natural colors such as green and brown Pixies love to play pranks and cause trouble trouble, and were traditionally blamed for all sorts of minor upsets such as a blown out candle a mysterious tapping or an item getting lost such as your silverware Pixies were said to be the scourge of travelers as they have a habit of leading people astray Leaving them lost and disoriented, which gave word to the rise, or which gave rise to the word pixeled or "pixelated," meaning bewildered or befuddled.
1: It's kind of interesting. Yeah,
0: I thought I'd read that. I was, I wasn't going to read it until I read it, and then I read it out loud. <laughs> Next, we have Irish leprechauns. Leprechauns are probably the most famous mischief fairy folk. Instantly recognized by their red hair and beard. Smart emerald green suits and quick witted Irish charm. The word leprechaun is derived from the old Irish word for lew sh- corp. Don't Corpine? ask me. <laughs> Meaning a small body and is also associated with the Irish word for shoemakers. Leth bo- corp. The creatures are frequently depicted as cobblers stories of leprechauns have existed for hundreds of years and the obsession with the devious little creatures have probably been stoked by tales of their legendary pots of gold many of the myths surrounding leprechauns revolve around stories of human greedy and avaricious nature which the leprechauns expose um we also have the cleric from ireland sounds right yeah anyway like their fairy cousins, the leprechauns, Cluricons are small, red-headed chaps in smartly turned-out suits, but these sprites are the wild child of folklore and love to get roaring drunk. That's <laughs> awesome. Cluricons inhabit wine cellars and their, or as their ruddy complexion attests, spend most of their time sampling the contents of the hapless homeowner's alcohol store. If you keep your Chloricon happy by keeping your wine cellar well-stocked, he will protect your wine cast from leaks. Annoy him, however, and all your wine will go bad and chaos will descend. The Duende of Spanish-speaking world. Duendes are small elf-like creatures originally from Iberian folklore, a tradition that later migrated south to South America. Notably, they have no thumbs. Weird. That sucks. Which reminds you of the three-toed footprints from Hellier. the Kentucky Goblins. They have been known to be both good and bad, but all Duendes are prone to mischief-making and will extract revenge if they feel that they have been wronged. Across the Spanish-speaking world, many parents use tales of the Duende, stealing naughty children to encourage their offspring to behave. It's kind of like that everywhere. Um, The Korean... Daka I apologize if I did not pronounce that right. They are Korean goblins that come in many guises. They are created when a... or they are created when a discarded household item, such as a broom or wooden spoon, gains a spirit and becomes animate. They're said to be ugly, troll-like in appearance, and have just one leg. They're keen t- tricksters. They enjoy taunting humans and using their power of persuasion to convince people to carry out pointless tasks, like wrestling all night long. <laughs>
1: so These they're Kore- in the WWE.
0: Yeah, of course they are. It's awesome. These Korean goblins can also shape shift, and some. Tales tell of them transforming into a beautiful woman in order to seduce guileless men. Uh, some Dakube possess a magic club that allows them to summon any item they like, but whenever they magically summon something, it disappears from its original home, which could be where all the damn forks are going.
1: That's highly possible. I mean, at this <laughs> point, anything's possible, but.
0: Oh, this is going to be really hard. I know, I was, good,
1: I was waiting for
0: it. Okay, next, number 10, we have the Japanese Sukumogami. We're going to run with it. Like the, the Korean dokabe, the Japanese Tsukumagami are possessed household objects. Tradition has it that any tool over 100 years old may become animated with a soul and come to life. Every year on the Japanese New Year, people toss out their old tools. Unfortunately, the discarded tools are pretty bitter about being thrown away after all their hard work and return to the homes to wreak havoc which you have people who talked about getting more silverware than they ever started with.
1: So you should probably throw those ones back out because those (laughs) ones are pissed.
0: Tsukogami come in numerous forms with many tales telling of their exploits. Uh, One especially fearsome Tsukogami is the Boroboroton, a tattered old futon that comes to life and attempts to suffocate any human who dares sleep (laughs) upon it by wrapping its raggedy form around them. In order to try and prevent old objects from transforming into malicious sukogamis, some people take them to a temple to be burned in the hope that they will move happily onto the afterlife. That it is reminds fucking me of awesome. You ever watch Pee Wee's Playhouse where he sits in the chair and the chair's arms hug him? Yeah. It <laughs> oh, is rom, rom, rom. That show was a lot darker than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, uh, French Lutons. Lutons originate in French folklore and have spread with French settlers to areas such as Quebec and Cajun Territory. Lutons are hobgoblins... Whose main role in life is to cause strife for humans. They carry out all the usual fairy tricks, like making food go bad and stealing things. But their unique skill is hair-related mischief. Lutons love to create knots in the hair of horses or people, and have been known to cut off the hair from unsuspecting sleeping humans. Some lutins have a special gift or have special magical objects, such as a hat which bestows the power of invisibility, a very handy tool when playing pranks. But fear not, the naughty lutin can be frightened off with a thankfully plentiful resource of salt.
1: Yeah, I read that too. That some of them don't like salt very much.
0: I hope they don't cut off my sweet flow of locks I got going on. Yeah, my I did. my COVID locks. It's
1: pretty epic.
0: They call it the flow at work.
1: I mean, it's appropriate.
0: I do feel like the Nicolas Cage of my generation.
1: You you pretty much are.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, brother!
1: <laughs> You're gonna get rich.
0: So these are just a few of the Fey folk that I found. Just perusing around the internet like i said go to mental floss and you can check it out 11 miniature mischief makers from around the world got some cool pictures to go along with it but it just kind of holds true to the fact that like the fey folk are ingrained in almost every aspect of uh folk history like every single culture has a fey right per se right so, it begs to differ if where there's smoke is there fire.
1: No, I, I mean, I'm absolutely on that page. And so, like, you know, like Steve said, we, we both started kind of going down this avenue. And I, I ran into this question. What did the Fae look like? Well, there there really is no description of what the Fae look like. And it's because there are so many different types. And they all possess a certain amount of, or certain type of power. Some of them can shapeshift.
0: Turn into they can futons turn in, that want to murder you.
1: They can turn into futons that want to eat you.
0: Mm, that um, does sound like a WWE character. Right. Murder futon. Right. Um.
1: So, but I clicked on it, decided to start digging into it, and apparently the OG bunch of the Fae were called uh, the Tootha de Danan, and they were uh, of Celtic descent, and they were tall and lithe. Now, you will also hear the description tall and beautiful, etc., etc., etc. What strikes me is that this is not the only thing in the paranormal realm that has the same type of description. Like I brought up to Steve. What is something else that gets described in almost the exact same context? And you hear it with, like, the, the Nordic aliens. They're tall and beautiful. So there is a similarity right there. And apparently... Shakespeare even wrote about the fae and how they were mischievous. He was apparently the first one to give them the appearance of tiny with wings. Which is pretty interesting when you go down the road a little farther because then through the course of time, people start to depict them in certain ways. So, like, there's a a painter that paints these fairies as just energy. While Disney, the movie company makes them sweet with wings and they're helpful, et cetera, et cetera, Apparently some people, or no, there are people that describe them at, have nightmarish uh, features. Then another thing that pops up in paranormal culture is some of them are depicted as white ladies. Some are depicted as gray ladies. The woman in white. There's another similarity. You know, you've heard stories of the woman in white. I've heard stories of the gray ladies that walk on beaches. So there are some very interesting connections between these descriptions and kind of some of our paranormal findings.
0: Yeah, it is weird that, like, the subjects that you found have nothing to do with them being, like, miniature miniature folk no so they said that
1: you know some of the stuff that I found that it said that some of them are small but they can get up some of them are human size so weird like basically what that's telling me is that you are going to have a hell of a time figuring out what's fey and what's not unless they're just tall as your monster can and they have you know uh, glitter coming off their little wings (laughs)
0: like Tinkerbell
1: like Tinkerbell
0: and they can be invisible, so that yeah. makes it hard. And I wonder what kind, like, why they're so attracted to humans, why we are what they like to fuck around with. You I don't know, know. I mean? probably because we're
1: dumb. Also true. Could be. Yeah, but one of the first things that I found while we were digging into this is really fucking interesting. The The question was um, how to survive an encounter with the fae. And you're kind of like, well, what? Like, the Fae can't be that bad, right? And I found this on uh, willowsnug.com. And it says: if you had any exposure to fairies past Tinkerbell, you probably know that they're dangerous. At least, let's be honest. Tinkerbell was more than a little homicidal, homicidal in the original Peter Pan. The Fae are vengeful, manipulative, and easily offended which seems to be the finding, is that it's not very hard to piss these things off.
0: (laughs) I'm reading an article right now It says five reasons not to piss off the fair folk.
1: See? (laughs) Um, It it states they're best avoided. A good way to ward them off is to wear iron. It burns their skin, so they'll leave you alone. They also don't like crosses or salt, so if you're in a church or a long john silvers, you should be good. (laughs) But if you interact with the fae, here are some tips to follow. Never eat the food they give you. Eating their food will do th- two things. First, assuming that you're in the land of the Fey, eating their food will force you to stay there. Second, eating their food will make you no longer hunger for human food, which means that you will both starve and not want to eat chocolate. Piss. Yeah. Never give them your name. Names hold power. If a fae asks for your name and you say it, you're giving them power and possibly complete control over you the best thing to do in this situation is to give the fey a made-up name however if you know their name and say it then they will leave you alone never stand in a fairy ring fairy rings are the rings of mushrooms that sometimes grow where a tree has died and they're also portals to the fair realm the fey realm so standing in them is a rather stupid idea even if you're not teleported you could get stuck in the ring, and time moves much slower in there. Centuries could pass outside while seconds pass inside. And if you are transported to the Fae realm, you could be treated as their guest or you could become their prisoner. Once you eat the Fae's food, you'll never be able to leave.
0: Also piss.
1: Which, <laughs> reminds tell your story. Me,
0: reminds me of the story that I shared not too long ago about the weird earthen ring I found while messing around the woods when I was in junior high, I guess. So chances are I probably stepped in a fairy ring and now they're stealing all of our allspice and our forks.
1: Yeah, and I also found that these fairy rings, they're not just mushroom circles in the woods. It's basically anything it could be anything in the woods that is circle. I mean, it could be a circle of stones, it could be a mound. I mean, it it doesn't have to be mushrooms, so it's not, you know, just specific to a bunch of mushrooms in a giant circle. Moving on. Never be rude to a fairy. Being unhospitable and selfish are frowned upon among the fae. It is critical to meet their standards. Punishments for not doing so range from being pricked with sharp weapons for spying to be given seven years of lameness for laziness to drowning in a bog for being a bully. So that none of that seems very good.
0: I don't want to be drowned.
1: And one of the last things that you should not do is accept a gift from the fae, or rather, be very careful with any gift you are given. If you don't trust the fairy who gave it to you, it's best to destroy it and never ever say thank you for a gift. It implies that you owe them something, like a cheeseburger or your firstborn. (laughs) And that was that was per the website there. It is good, (laughs) but those are things that you should not do among you know, uh, meeting a fairy. It's uh, its just
0: so weird. It's The more you dig into strange. it and the more you look into it, it's so weird. I found how to attract fairies, if anyone would like to know.
1: Well, that's another thing that we were discussing is that I read this little post that was like, so I'm thinking about uh, building a fairy garden in my backyard. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And are like, like do don't fucking do, do it. Do you have any advice? And there was somebody <laughs> that put dot, 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 don't. It's like, but if you do, uh, basically sprinkle it with salt every once in a while and it'll keep them away. But it's fucked up because Steve <laughs> has and, another story.
0: Interestingly enough, a few years back, me and the boys got Sarah a bunch of stuff to build a fairy garden in the backyard for Mother's Day. So we definitely have a fairy garden. In the backyard. Because that... I need to look back there for the spoons is what I'm thinking. That in itself
1: apparently attracts them to your house.
0: (laughs) Uh, As I'm searching here, according to fairymagic.com, fairies have likes and dislikes. Likes of fairies. Tidiness, order, cleanliness, especially in the kitchen. They like bread and cake. Little bits set out in the evening. Something that clearly invites them. The fairy door is a good example Uh, milk or water set out in the evening perhaps in a small thimble glittery and shiny things small bell small bells marbles jewelry magic or not magic music light happy music even singing in the shower can help low lighting they're most often seen at dusk and dawn but a small candle can guide them to your home dislikes iron things as kyle had mentioned especially scissors left out in plain view pins knives and anything made of iron will frighten them away which is weird because people talk about knives being missing.
1: Well, I was going to say that it's weird because people don't mention knives missing as much as they do other objects. Forks and spoons
0: go missing a lot more than knives. Right. Huh, I didn't think about that.
1: And are they, you know, maybe, I mean, if you want to play into it, maybe they're not taking your steak knives, but they're taking your butter knives because your butter knives aren't sharp and pointy. Yeah, that's true. But your steak knives are.
0: They also dislike clutter, disorder, stacks of things that haven't been sorted, and so on. Bells. I know that some fairies like bells, but they are their own bells. Yeah, that's what they said. They are their own bells. If your cat wears a bell or you have a very rude alarm clock or something like that, the noise may drive away the fairies, which is crazy because our cat Leroy has a little bow tie collar and it came with a little bell. Lost the bell. We get him another collar with the bell. Lost the bell.
1: That's fucking we're weird. We're about three dude. bells
0: deep, so eventually we just stopped putting it back on because they were just disappearing. That's weird. Fuck, water. Um, they do not like water, uh, and they do not like people looking them in their eyes. It is said you can gain control over a, fa- a fairy, especially a leprechaun, if you look him or her straight in the eye and hold that gaze.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So, salt tear down your fairy garden or leave them snacks and that will help you get away from the fae (laughs) Uh,
1: and then I found another article on ancientorigins.net and it's titled The Darker Side of Irish Fairy Lore so that kind of gets me excited because it's like well cool we're going to hear some stories about some of these fairies being fucking pissed and doing not very cool things. It makes for some good read. And I would say that these fairies can be pretty spiteful at times. There was one uh, example given when a young girl vanished for three days. The whole community searched high and low for her, looking in the fields, ditches, and woodlands, but to no avail. When the girl finally reappeared, she told her parents that she had been taken away by tiny men in red. The girl managed to overcome her ordeal but the site of the abduction was recorded by the locals and preserved so as to make sure nobody else suffered the same fate. So it's kind of interesting. A little girl gets taken, and she says, hey, a bunch of dudes, or small people in red snatched me up.
0: Yeah, and you own... It's like the robot grandma story. Like, why, why not believe them? You know what I mean? Right. And it makes me think of Missing 411, where all these people and kids go missing and don't come back. Or when they do come back, they're so confused and disoriented, pixelated, if you will. (laughs) Right. And can't remember what happened. So bizarre.
1: I'm reading here that it says when people claim to have returned from the fairy realm, that their lives are often changed forever for whatever reason. And apparently there's more than one realm to the fairy. So it'd be like their multiverse. There was another example of a woman being abducted. She went missing overnight, and when she was returned, she told those who had been searching for her that she was in lovely cities and saw lovely women who all bowed to her. That's fucking weird because they go into saying how um, there is a very unsettling parallel to UFO abductions in this Encounter as a woman describing a more technologically advanced destination than the area of rural Ireland where she initially encountered the fairies,
0: which makes you think about the Norwegian, the, yeah, the Nordic, right? So, there's so once you dive into this, it's just so crazy. Like, I'm on this page, writing in margins at Weebly.com. Why do fairies steal people away? And it's got a bunch of reasons as to why people, fairies, may take people. And they're fucking bizarre I can imagine No reason given Or malice or cap- caprice
1: So they just do it because they want Yeah That fucking sucks
0: Yeah uh, f- Human trespasses on a fairy's domain Kind of like entering a fairy circle Don't right. step on a fairy circle or eat their food We already covered that Fairies want beautiful children instead of their own ugly babies So they steal Earth babies this one's fucked. Fairies want breeding stock or human lovers.
1: That's fucked up. That is
0: fucked. Like, but, dude,
1: that that kind of has another tie-in with uh, extraterrestrial. Because you hear about that type of shit in the ET community. People being forced to have sex with aliens, or they're taking uh, their semen, or uh, basically... Forcing babies into women, these alien human hybrids. Oh yeah! So there's another connection right there.
0: There's a German tale, um, where a mannequin informs the stolen child's mother that her son would someday become the king of the underground people. From time to time, they had to exchange one of their king's children for a human sh- human child, so the earthly beauty would not entirely die out among them. Just keep it in the genetics. Right. It's weird that they replace human people with fae people.
1: Yeah, and that that would be like what they would call a changeling, I I guess.
0: Yeah, that's what I read too. Fairies raise human children out of love. In some tales, fairies are kind, foster families to humans that they adopt. Um, Fairies want to make humans like themselves. Sometimes a stolen child becomes one of the fairies transformed in whole or in part. Fairies punish neglectful parents fairies are known to pinch and abuse slovenly humans and aid those who are hard working it seems, it seems that they take interest in our proper conduct uh, Betty Stoggs and her husband are careless parents who don't spend time caring for their baby or keep it clean in more widespread stories the baby is taking while the mother goes to eat and the baby is raised by fairies fairies require human servants so they need people to clean that up them. Fairies require human protection for their own children to stave off other fairies. Fairies just like milk, <laughs> so they take humans. <laughs> I, I mean, don't
1: know. What the hell? That's a pretty bland explanation, but I can understand it. I don't uh, know what we're going to do as far as milk unless they're stealing pregnant ladies. I don't
0: fucking know. Fairies are weird. Oh, I just insulted them. I'm fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no shit, and you're already having of a bitch. <laughs> tons of <laughs> encounters with them, so...
0: Fairies need human midwives to help raise their children. Fairies need replacement tithes to hell. Oh. That got fucking dark. (laughs) The story goes that every seven years or so fairies must offer a living sacrifice to hell. Not wanting to give up fairy babies, they grab up human babies instead and offer those as kind of a draft dodging tactic. The hell tithe has been given as a fact of fairy folklore by Catherine Briggs, Lady Wilde, and many other prominent folklorists running through possible reasons for changelings. However, this Story isn't f- reflected in ancient traditions.
1: Hmm. That's fucking weird. Weird. Sucks. That sucks. That, that that suck. sucks.
0: <laughs> Got to pay my lot. hell debt with this baby.
1: Not to mention that's just an now, asshole now thing to them. do.
0: Now I'm mocking them. Fuck them. Well, no, now you're there.
1: I don't give a fuck.
0: So I just thought, so while we were sitting here brainstorming, we just hit the record button and roll with it. See yeah, what absolutely. you guys thought.
1: I found another story here that's pretty fucked up. There was a uh, a man who decided to dig in a local fairy mound because it was rumored that it contained fairy treasure.
0: What a dumbass idea. Yeah.
1: The man began digging and hacking away at the ditches and the hawthorn trees around the mound, and before long, he began to notice some a, a murderer... Of crows gathering in the nearby trees, a faintness soon came. A faintness soon came over the man, so he decided to head home. And when he arrived, he began to bleed from his eyes. Oh, yeah,
0: that's that's where it stops. Eyeball bleeding. Yep, yeah. yeah. that's probably not good.
1: Another <laughs> manifestation of a fairy encounter is fucking madness and uh, an inability to process something so otherworldly that a person falls into complete breakdown, never to return to normal life again.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> what that's God. crazy.
1: Absolutely crazy.
0: Because when you think about fairies and shit, you don't think of them being malevolent right off the bat. No, you know? not
1: at all. And then here is the last case I got that I found. There was a family that happened to live close to an ancient fairy fort. And one morning, as a woman is using a spinning wheel, she noticed a tiny person standing by the door of the house. When the woman stood up and walked to the door to investigate, she was taken away by a group of small people. When the family arrived home and noticed their aunt had vanished, they searched everywhere in the vicinity but found no sign of her. They searched the drains, the ditches, and even the fairy fort itself. It was on the third day of her disappearance that one of the family was walking by the fort when they saw the aunt kneeling next to it. She had vanished while holding a carving knife, and this was stuck in the ground next to her. The aunt could not speak for days after her return, and it was only then the family learned of her fairy abduction.
0: Dude, that sounds so much like missing 411.
1: I know. And then, if I remember right, let me find it here. Uh, Yeah, that fucking first story of the girl. She vanished for three days, too.
0: And people that, uh, the missing 411 phenomenon, when people come back and they're found alive, a lot of times they, they they're just oblivious to what happened to them. Like, they can't remember. They don't want to talk about it. They can't even get their wits about themselves as to what has happened to them. So weird.
1: Which is, I mean... That kind of makes sense because imagine being put in that situation. Imagine a bunch of, we'll just say, like, even two-foot-tall beings snatching you up, taking you somewhere that is completely not normal to you at all. You're seeing, like, it'd be like in a fucking movie. You're seeing magic and fucking fairies, for God's sake. How how are you going to come back and, and logically, rationally... Tell somebody that story.
0: I, I have no idea. Or you
1: saw a, a bunch of lawn gnomes running around, you know, and they, they just snatch you up, take you away, and you come back, and you're like, Steve, Steve, I got taken by fucking lawn gnomes. And you're like, yeah, I bet you did.
0: <laughs> nice lie, Kyle. Yeah,
1: you been smoking drugs lately or... <laughs>
0: Fairies swap their offspring with human babies because fairy children are weak and frail, and that's why they got humans' mothers to raise the fairy children so they could grow up strong. Maybe we're fairy children. How fucked would that be? Mm, I mean, it wouldn't
1: be that weird, I guess. No. It'd be a lot cooler if we had magical abilities. Turn myself
0: invisible and fly if around. basically
1: we were like the X-Men. <laughs>
0: I well. <laughs> True.
1: I do like Wolverine. True. So if you're gonna you are like gonna Wolverine. Give me any powers, make me like Wolverine, please. You look like Wolverine. Oh, was, now that we're on the X Men case. So today we're driving. <laughs> my wife asked my son. She goes, "What do you want to be when you grow up, Gage? And he goes, "Deadpool." <laughs> and I'm like, I can live with that. True. I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little synchronicity there. It was just funny.
0: (laughs) He is funny. No,
1: he is. He's something else.
0: So that's going to be it for the day. Like I said, I wanted to touch on the fork subject since I posted it, and people are probably like, what in the hell is he even talking about? And I thought I'd throw it out there. And while we were brainstorming doing research and shit, I thought we'd just hit record and see what happened. Yeah, it's,
1: it's interesting to say the least. I mean, and on that website that was how to survive an encounter with the Fae and stuff, Like, because you ask yourself, you're like, is this website for real? Like, are they really putting this out there? Are they just making, like, a spoof website? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, like, looking at the comments and shit, and it's the way these people are talking. They're talking like the shit is fucking real, like 100% real. Like, they believe in it no matter what, which I'm not just, you know, I'm not taking away from that at all. I don't know shit about the fairies or anything like that. I do find it extremely interesting because... Like, like Steve said earlier like your your perception of fairy is tinkerbell that's what a fairy is in your perception so to to know and learn that there are other things out there other depictions of it is extremely interesting to me especially you know I dig I dig mythology I dig all that type of stuff anyways so this is just adding to that to say the least now to I mean you, like I said watch that Josh Gates thing and you, I forgot fucking about that it, man. I'm gonna he, check it out again tonight. It's, it's cool it really is
0: <laughs> If I find it I'll post it up on the uh, social medias
1: Yeah it's really interesting
0: Yeah and uh, I mean The fork thing is happening ar- and around, around the world I suppose Because I mean Reddit's not just an American thing and the more you look into it, it happens in, like I said, it happens in waves. Like there were a bunch of posts from 2011 that happened. And then 2014, people were talking about it.
1: And it's so weird. It is. It's just bizarre. And it's, I mean, it could be an explanation as to, because we've, we've all had that where you're like, no, I know I put this in that drawer. I know I did.
0: Yeah. And then you find it in the refrigerator. Or yeah. You find weird. it
1: somewhere in a fucked up spot. You're like, I don't remember putting it there. And then nobody else is like, well, no, I didn't. Why would I put it there? That's just dumb.
0: Why would I throw the allspice in the trash? Right. (laughs) It's It's weird. It's just the Faye fucking with everybody.
1: It could be, which would be fucking crazy. (laughs) I mean, it really would. I mean, I'm good with most of it, except for the kid snatching shit. That's not cool.
0: Yeah, I guess pretty... That's not cool. Pretty dark there.
1: So, uh, basically, if if you're a real Faye, just... Stop snatching kids! That's not cool.
0: Yeah, you can borrow somewhere, just cool. return it. Not to mention there
1: are a lot. Because I get blamed for it. Right, there are a lot of really dumb people that you probably just come ask them, like, "Hey, can we like I, trade kids? Your kids gonna have magical powers and shit." And you know, somebody's gonna be like, "Yeah."
0: I was like thirteen, and I walked right into that fairy circle. I didn't know shit. <laughs> See,
1: point <laughs> proven. <laughs>
0: But if anybody else has any theories, or if you, if you notice your silverware going missing, or anything else for that matter, and then you find it in a weird spot, just think. Could be the fairies. Could be the fae. Let us know. Leave some milk and sugar out for them, or spread some salt around. Keep the slugs away, keep the fairies away. Uh,
1: how, how prevalent is the silverware thing and stuff at your house here?
0: like missing
1: yeah like how often would you say that you notice it or you i just didn't started? notice it until sarah said
0: something oh yeah good point, like good point two weeks ago
1: i wish there was somebody who had been keeping years halfway and years tabs of records of, of their silverware not, not so not that deep <laughs> i but do like if it was like uh say it's been happening for two weeks now and that's where you've been really noticing it well, i wonder what would happen if you did put out milk and honey
0: milk and sugar or yeah milk yeah, and sugar to see if it stopped
1: to see if it stopped
0: Dang. how fucking weird
1: would that be like if you just started setting it out for uh, say a month and all of it stops and then further into your experiment because you you have to at this point take it away again stop putting it out oh, see yeah. if piss, shit goes, piss goes them missing. off
0: even more so see they if they it see goes missing kids. again <laughs> yeah i mean
1: fuck that Or just, if you're that worried about it, get salt and iron, and they don't fucking like it. Just stab the shit out of them. Yeah, and then just start (laughs) saying names, because if you guess one of their names, they don't like that either. So No,
0: and then look them in the eye, and they'll be your servant. (laughs) Hey, Gary! (laughs) Shit! He knows my name. (laughs) Everybody's scattered! (laughs) (laughs) These humans are (laughs) smarter than we thought. Oh, that's awesome. Well, if anybody has been missing silverware, and they want to do an experiment, Start jotting down what goes, what's going yeah. missing, and then after a month, leave some milk and sugar out and see if it stops.
1: Oh, it'd be so fucking weird if somebody's like, be "Dude, fucking
0: weird, I don't even know." It worked. I can't even handle it. I don't even.
1: I wouldn't know. I'd be like, get it on camera.
0: <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, so that's our that's our <laughs> fairy episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, it's awesome. If anybody else has any theories on where the hell the silverware is going, we'd love to hear it. But right now. My money's probably on I got a bunch of fairies living in my crawl space. So <laughs> it's whatever. I know I got a possum down there, so who's to say there's not a fairy? Awesome. <laughs> They're just riding it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a fork in one hand and spoon in the other. Fucking re- getting it. Re- Reenacting little wars down there <laughs> yeah. and shit. Never
1: take off Rio. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
0: <laughs> I Perfect. hope that's what's happening. Oh, uh, It is. I'm just going to ride Frank into battle. It <laughs> is it's 100% <laughs> happening right now. I can hear it. Oh, that's anyway, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody else has dealt with fairies, knows any kind of fairy, fae, folklore they'd like to share with us, please do. We're we're fresh to this one. So we're noobs. Just let us know. Um, that being said, that was the episode for the day. So check us out at all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Come over, hang out with us, share your scary stories with us, and until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird, and don't piss off the goblins.